0: Hello. Hello, everybody. Yes, we're back. We're recording. We're here together. And I love that for us. We made it through the torrential rains and snows and hails of Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. And
1: it was wild because you know me. I'm an indoor cat. I have not been out every day on a weekend like that wasn't a holiday weekend in the longest time. And for some reason, I'm like driving hither and thither in the rain. I went to fucking Long
0: Beach last night. For what?
1: To see Sierra. And it was great. Okay. (laughs) But I also went to the Culver City Friday night. And we'll talk about that. And then today I went over to Pasadena to see Joe and Tim. And it was just like, why? It seems like this is the kind of weather one would stay inside for. And I was up and down
0: and everywhere around. I mean, you absolutely had the choice to not do it. I know, but I want to see friends and be social and risk your life. Your friends better appreciate Weren't that. You fl- I saw you on an Instagram meeting up with Fernando and Matt Bridges uh, out and about. I'm all out and about this week. <laughs> I had a lot of, I had commitments. I had an acting commitment this week that I had to drive. Honestly, like the weather down by me, like on the West side yeah. was nothing. It's just, really, I mean, there was the day of like hail, I was which say. was crazy, but then like everything else was kind of just like regular rainfall. I mean, like, oh. Pretty heavy rainfall, but right. like not anything insane. I hear in the valley though, like it was just disastrous—really, like, like blackouts and like trees falling and everything. I was just like, "Ooh, someone!" Luckily, my car was um, uh, hidden by our part, like our hooded yes, over the parking spot. Yes, that is a great
1: thing about my moving—is now you can just have that hooded parking spot and not um, worry about trees falling in your car for a
0: second time. Because let me tell you, when it rains, something wrong happens with my car. I know, and we don't need that. We don't need that. That little buggy's going great. Uh it's, it is, isn't it? And they, they, I love Helen, him, Helen, oh, Helen. Helen Oh, Helen. Helen. My mom know. named Helen. Oh, I didn't know she had a she had a name. She, she named Helen. 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 We love Helen. We love Helen. Justice for Helen. Justice for <laughs> Helen.
1: This episode of Two Gay Mats is brought to you by Skillshare. We all know I love nothing more than a day job where I can close my computer right at 6 p.m. and focus on my passion projects like Two Gay Mats and Matt Palmer Music. The good part's available now. Ever since we started doing things like live streams and actually posting to TikTok, I've wanted to sharpen my skills in those areas and Skillshare is the best place to do just that. With Skillshare, I'm excited to learn more about film and video, about Photoshop, about marketing, which I am famously terrible at. And I'm excited to learn from creators and professionals who are actually masters of it. So if you're one of the first 1,000 people to click the link in the episode description, you can sign up for Skillshare and get your first month completely free. So why wait? Click the link in the episode description and sign up for Skillshare today. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back Hi everybody and welcome back to the two game Mats podcast. It's Matt Ballmer and it's
0: Matt Steele. We
1: are back another week of the podcast and we're recording right as the SAG awards are happening. So if Matt Steele seems a little, you know, not focused, it's because he's staring at his phone seeing who
0: wins. Guys, it's over. Oh, it just finished. It just finished. I turned my phone off. I'm putting it on my desk. You hear that thump? All right. That's the sound. We don't need to thump too hard. We have sound effects on this podcast. It's like the old radio shows where they had someone with like bells and whistles and shoes.
1: I've heard podcasts where they like the uh, people listen to things and they like have a soundboard to like have comedic things being said. I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. But are we not doing enough?
0: I (laughs) feel like that's something that you would not be
1: into. It like depends on the clip. It's not like um, a whoopee cushion or some shit.
0: (laughs) It's like a good, you know, good Mariah quote. A good Carol Channing. That would actually be really funny. It It, would be. If our sound effects were all like uh, cool, like little audio snippets of like funny quotes from our favorite divas. Absolutely. It would be be great. But. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it is, but one day we'll have someone doing it for us.
1: Yes, as soon as we get someone else on the two-person team that is two-game mats, we'll discuss it. Y'all
0: tell, tell people to like and subscribe so we can <laughs> get those sound effects. It's
1: true. Matt Steele? Yes.
0: How was your week? Exhausting. Mm. Exhausting. What but happened? you know what? I made it through. Okay, well, first of all, y'all remember the saga with my washing machine?
1: Yes. Well,
0: I believe it was either, I believe it was Tuesday. Mm. Um. Uh, 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 Travis texted me. I was coming home from work and Travis was like, they fixed, the washing machine. It has a little note on it saying it's fixed, and I, I was that. just like, "Don't believe it." Oh, because remember a couple years ago they said they fixed the washing machine, and like we tried it. And I do it wasn't remember fixed, that. So Oof, had...
1: I was the squeakiest wheel during that oh, whole. That
0: was me. Oh, good baby. for you. That was me. Good this for time. you. Yes, and so, so I'm. I go home and I'm just like, you know what? I don't believe it's fixed. They probably just like looked at something real quick and like. Rewigged, rewigged a little, tr- couple more wires, okay. and like, I don't know what I just. Said, but it <laughs> like rewigged. We're re-wigged. all getting rewigs so today. Getting re-wigged. They just turned those wigs around. Turn them around, um, and it seems like all they did was turn the wigs around because the washing machine still did not work. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to be the one to test it out. I'm not going to be the one. And then a couple hours went by, and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling Christ. good. I'm going to be the one to test it out, and I needed to wash my underwear. So was I it just underwear? Work. or Was it? I was like, I'm going to do underwear and socks. Okay, because I always do those together. Yeah. One underwear socks and work shirts. Right. And there was so much in them. I'm telling you, my hamper was piled high towards it it's almost. It's been touched, almost a month. It almost touched the second floor of the building. Unacceptable. And so I put all of it in there and man, that I <laughs> hit start on the washing machine and i listened to it go and i was like i'm going to stand here the whole 35 minutes wow <laughs> during the spin and it the water filled and everything and it sounded like it was, should have been spinning yeah. but it wasn't spinning during oh, the wash like no. it just sounded like it was making a noise but not a real spin so i kept opening it and seeing like my clothes had not moved so i'm like okay still broken great but now they're sitting in soapy water oh no i know and so now i'm going to have to like ring each thing out indiv- individually and it's like a million pairs of underwear at did this point did you do that well, okay. I was I was heartbroken and I was like so crestfallen because I was like this <laughs> is, I was like this is going to be my entire day. That's I'm true. furious. And, um, but then I, I was still just like waiting for like the clock to go down. I was like, you know what? While they're in soapy water, I might as well wash them. So I opened it up and started like hand scrubbing the underwear and socks, like rubbing them against each other. Um, like washing them in the soapy water. Cause I'm like, these are at least going to get a this wash. This is like little women's shit. I know. <laughs> so I know. And I'm Beth, the sickly one who everyone loves. Oh. is so sweet. And, um, I just cast myself as that. Okay. <laughs> and, and, so uh, and so, uh I was like washing and everything and then I was like okay that's done and I put it down and I gave myself a breather and then all of a sudden I heard the water start to drain and I was like wait wait and then I heard new water come in oh, that's and I was good. like wait a minute and I saw that it was on the rinse cycle and then it started spinning and I was like wow. wait the wash cycle is broken the rinse cycle and then I learned the spin cycle are not broken Oh, okay. so like at least like I wouldn't have these sopping wet Clothes that I would have to throw in the dryer like a thousand times because they were too wet for just one dry session And so at least I had that but so the night ended up being not as bad as I thought it would right next morning Obviously I called up gave my thoughts and, and they were like we'll send someone right away and so that night I got to wash my clothes at my friend Alexis's house oh, good. Offered, so I washed the rest of the clothes like my shirts, Perfect. and my pants and everything the washing machine has been fixed since and officially fixed officially fi- fixed because I, I washed my sheets because uh, my uh, friend Fernando is in town oh. because he was at the SAG Awards oh <laughs> yes I know and I told him girl if you do not talk to someone at that Babylon table you are no longer my friend how did he get to go what was the situation a a friend of his was like a a, like producer on them or something Oh, okay and had a plus one and they were like hey Fernando you want to go and so he was like sure so he flew out and he hasn't been he's like you know one of my best friends and he hasn't been to LA and since last April right so um, he flew out and um, I, we're gonna spend the whole like next week together. Like we're gonna go to Universal Studios on Tuesday. Oh, and that's cute. And hang out tomorrow, and uh, so that's really exciting. And Matt Bridges, who moved away to oh, her, my king, uh, what a wonder, friend. Matt Bridges is. Uh, yes, and moved and came down from uh, the uh, San what's it called San Jose, like around where he lives. Okay, and came down to see us all as well. So we're all like together again. We haven't all been is together. Matt Bridges here all week. Yes, oh, he should come over on Thursday when I'm coming over to do the video. Oh, I don't know that he's uh, here. Thursday. I You said all week. I mean, I think it's like all week meaning like it's like maybe Wednesday. No, well, that's not what, what all week means. What's the him? all and
1: all week do you think does that mean?
0: Ask him. I don't know ask. the details. I will text. And so, but the last time like me and Fernando and and Greg and Matt Bridges like our like core f- group of friends were all together was Thanksgiving of 2021. Wow. So that's nice. I also, as you remember, um had, the, the production of Into the Woods, the staged reading yes. at my friend Megan's. She had a staged reading of uh, Into the Woods for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, her birthday is in April, but she was doing it in February because she is pregnant now and she would be too pregnant to play the witch of course. in April. And so we did that yesterday and it was so much fun. Like everyone was so like we had five seconds of rehearsal. And so we were all just going for it. And Into the Woods is a hard show, like music to learn. And so we all just went for it and everyone was really fantastic. It was so much fun. And uh yeah, so that's what I did. How'd you feel about oh, your we... Giants in the Sky? Oh, I mean, it was... We'll talk about it, maybe. <laughs> we'll talk can about you give it
1: yourself moments? I don't know.
0: I, sure I can. <laughs> I there are Giants did... in the Sky. Oh, I did like that. Oh, yeah, right? I did like that. The tone, the tone. <laughs> yeah, you liked that. Matt Palmer, how was your week? My week was
1: similarly busy in the running around department. It was like Again, torrential downpour all over LA it never I never saw any sleet where I was and mm-hmm. so I never saw anything but rain but man the rain was heavy heavy and uh, on Friday, we went to go see Jeff and Jean in Culver City. We drive over there uh, and chit-chat for a while. We get there probably around 7.30, eat dinner, chit-chat for a while, and then we're going to watch a television show. I think we're still watching Friday Night Lights. I keep floating that we should watch some Summer House, <laughs> because Summer House is great, and they've never given it a chance, because the first two seasons had some characters they weren't interested in. I was like, start from season three, it gets great. Uh, we were going to do that, but then as we begin watching Friday Night Lights about 10 minutes into the episode... All the power goes out. Ooh. We're sitting there in the dark. They have some, uh, you know, fake LED candles that were up and glowing beautifully because they're battery powered. And uh, we opened the windshield because the clouds kind of made it a little lighter outside than it was inside their home. And uh, you know, we played some word games for a while and hoped that the power would come back on. It did not.
0: I'm so sorry. We
1: came back here and we're worried. Like, is our power out? It was not, which was kind, but kind to you know the world. And uh, <laughs> but then. We got a text from them the next day. It's like, it's still not on. That's
0: great. And, and like where they, they don't live too far away from me. They and, don't. and everything was fine by me. I don't think there were any power outages near me.
1: I think it was probably out for a whole day for them. I wow. think. And they have two very young children. So oh, shout out to the whole family. We love them very much. And I'm sorry that they were chilly even for a moment.
0: Oh, prayers up prayers for up. Oh my could God. Could you imagine? Um,
1: And then Saturday uh, was when we went to Long Beach. Oh, we watched a movie during the day. We were going to watch it at night, but then this whole Long Beach plan came to be. Uh, I watched Triangle of Sadness. Oh. I did. And I was very invested. It was good. I find the ending to be annoying. (laughs) like i just feel like for a movie that was so explicit and so like this is satire we're giving you satire here's what's happening wow everything changed didn't it and then the final moments you're like okay well then what happens and they're like
0: Poop, up to you <laughs> it's like bitch tell me so you didn't like the open-ended no. oh, I loved it. But okay how fucking incredible is dolly de leon in that well,
1: you kept saying that. Who's Dolly De <laughs> I <It> was, <laughs> I truly was watching, and when you guys were talking in the Discord about Dolly, I was like, I can't believe Dolly Parton shows up in the last <laughs> third of this movie. I had no idea that was going to. Jo- Jolene, was she, she Abigail? She
0: is the, she is the third act. So she's Abigail. Yes. Oh, I didn't the, the, know. The, I didn't. Know the- who does nothing for the first two acts yes. and then is ruling everything. I- Brilliant! I am telling you the end of the movie happened. I was like, Dolly Parton didn't show up. <laughs> I can't believe you thought Dolly Parton like, would show up. There in would this be movie. a Dolly Parton moment, and she was excellent. Excellent! Like the, excellent. the power that this woman held on that screen in such a simple, quiet yes. way. Stunning. Was she? The
1: thing is, in the first two thirds of the film, like was she the housekeeper who came in and tried to wake them up or something? Because I remember there was a moment where we mm-hmm. saw a housekeeper try to wake up these this model couple um, who were on the boat and i was like was that her cuz she is the captain. she is oh she is the cap by okay. the end of that um, movie the
0: moment spoiler alert when she's like who's the captain and they're like you're the captain and she tosses people food <laughs> oh my god yeah she and they she is seen like throughout the the second act where they're yeah. on the, the ship and everything Yes. like doing the tiniest little things like setting the tables and like wow. telling the maids like what to do and everything and you you're just like oh this this is you know a minor character that got a couple lines and everything and then she just right. comes in ooh like man I love her performance that's like my dream to like have a role that just like slips in it there for like 20 minutes and just like
1: bah. and she completely neutered that lady uh, who was like so all about like you're an employee of the ship blah 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 blah. and as soon as that scene happened you didn't hear another word of that girl's mouth
0: because oh. she was just and when she's just like you, uh, I am the, the captain or like I'm in charge of this yacht or whatever and she's like what yacht? Exactly. What ship? What yacht? What ship? What, what are we ship? even
1: talking? She was uh, great. Yeah. I, I, I apologize that I was looking for Dolly Parton <laughs> for a good 30 minutes watching that movie. I enjoyed it. I would l- It's Triangle of Sadness if uh, was the film that I watched. And I, I enjoyed it. I wish we had a more explicit ending. That's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil anything. Definitely give it a watch. It would be in my second tier. Sure. Maybe Beneath the Fablemans. Um You know, everything every all at once is really in the class of its own, guys. (laughs) It really, really is. I mean,
0: it's just the movie of the year. It is everything, period.
1: It's the Renaissance of its genre. So if it doesn't win, it will be upset. It's going to win. (laughs) You say that, but you said Renaissance was gonna win too. Oh, I did. You did, and I'm still
0: upset, and one day I'll get over it. That day's not today. Okay. One day.
1: All right, should we jump into the news radio we've been talking for 35 minutes?
0: Oh, like. you know, it's an exciting day. The SAG Awards just happened.
1: Um. Well, speaking of the award shows... Apparently, the the Baptist happened as well, darling. And I think they were happening while we were recording last week's podcast. They
0: happened before, but like this thing was not in the zeitgeist as much as it was uh, until after the podcast.
1: Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis,
0: my My woman woman king. King.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, you need to be much more out of breath at that point to really give the same
0: performance. But Uh, still hitting your marks perfectly.
1: If you've been on the internet at all in the past week, you've definitely watched at least a clip of Ariana Debose. Would we call it rapping? It was like she's celebrating the female nominees at the BAFTAs and you know, giving them all shout outs and like a musical rap number. And it is it has taken the internet by storm. It was wild. It was like, oh wow, what a laughable moment. It then led to like, I don't know. I explain to me what happened, because I was very much on the outskirts. I All I know now is that she deactivated her Twitter.
0: Yes. I, I know that after this, it was like a two and a half minute uh, performance where she sang like a medley of like sisters and like, was there a We Are Family? I don't know. Like no one remembers the singing part <laughs> because course. everyone is so focused on the rapping part. Yes. There was a rapping part, which, you know, she's rapping about my favorite thing on the planet, supporting actress nominee. Of course. <laughs> and so I was thrilled. So I saw the thing and I was just like, oh, this is funny. Like she's, and the the rhymes were just so silly. It was just like rhyming like there's Dolly D and Carrie C (laughs) and it's like, you know what? Get it girl. And uh, so... It, when it came out, people on Twitter were just like, "What is this? What is this? This is insane!" And right. honestly, the more most insane thing to me is that this was happening at the BAFTAs, yes. which you know are the British Academy Awards, essentially. And so, like the Brits don't do that kind of stuff at their awards. I believe like, that. The BAFTAs, I wouldn't say are stuffy in the slightest, but the the humor is a little more like, ah, ha, ha, ha. you know, it's not like let's song and dance it up. Right. Um, and Ariana Debose was like, "Hey, baby, this is America coming in," <laughs> and just. Did, Ariana DeBose did the thing and so people thing. on Twitter were like what is this this is embarrassing da, da, da. and like really like kind of talking crap about it and sure. so Ariana DeBose like I guess left Twitter Yeah. Um, and I think the Baptist had a statement saying like oh this was in like the Backlash is like insensitive or whatever. They but said then, that, but they
1: also said we had nothing to do with the writing of this. But you guys were being so mean to her. It's like you bitches, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to throw that in there. You
0: really did. It, it was backwards. a
1: little kicking her while it's down. But to me, honest, I guess I didn't see all of the backlash because again, I was it lasted seeing this- for
0: five. Like anything that trends right. for being negative, it's negative for like it's negative backlash for five seconds, and then it becomes the most positive thing <laughs> you can imagine. And
1: wasn't it just like? people kind of like laughing and getting their Twitter jokes off about this thing that was a little silly. Like it didn't, nothing I saw seemed to cross into bullying, which I know you're very pro. (laughs) (laughs) which I know you love bullying but I, nothing about it felt like bullying to me which is why I was surprised when she deactivated her Twitter and I'm like oh is this getting to her? Like is this a big deal? Like it seems like a joke from the outside looking in.
0: See this is always the first, stes- uh, this is always the first step of the recipe for camp. Okay. It starts off being a, a little bad mm. and, then you have to, and there has to be a little bit of backlash and then that is when the cake bakes Right. And it becomes this beautiful multi-layered moment and so now online everyone is sharing remix of Angela Bassett did the thing like it, it's it's just taken the internet by storm and I'm just thrilled that people are talking about the baffles <laughs> like I am thrilled about that I say Ariana she's started to embrace it which Good. I, I have to say this is where Madonna excels as a celebrity this mm. is why Madonna's such a great celebrity Madonna could literally put out an album and have an interview where someone's like Madonna this album got totally panned and it's just nothing but a bunch of uh, car part sounds mixed <laughs> with farts right uh, uh, what is this? And she'll just be like, it's fucking awesome. That's what it is. No <laughs> right. matter how badly received something is, you got to go in being like, fuck you, this is awesome. I agree. But she's starting to do. She's starting to embrace That's that That's
1: good. That's yeah. good. And uh, yeah, and I feel like there was an interview with Angela Bassett, and she's like, I dm Ariana, and she's doing okay. <laughs> and uh, I saw an interview with Ariana where she's like well gay Twitter loves it which is a good thing
0: it's the best thing and
1: so yes I think we're on the side of everybody's enjoying this it's a viral moment it is like good publicity like it's harmless dumb and everyone's talking
0: amazing about publicity it. for Ariana Debose amazing yes. publicity for the Baftas and amazing publicity for Angela Bassett I know and I, and I just love watching like Viola Davis in the background like rocking out it's I, like I would love it if Viola Davis thought something I did was good <laughs> if I made her a, like Viola Davis a sandwich and she was like this is pretty tasty I would be like well time to walk into the ocean I know. because my life's work is complete <laughs> you like, did it I did it yeah so good for you Ariana Debose and
1: I also love that Angela Bassett when she won recently I think entertainer of the year at the NAACP awards. She said, I guess Angela Bassett did do the thing. Hey. <laughs> and I did like that. Yeah. Liked it very much. So yeah, I, I, I hope everyone's cool with that. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Did, okay. Okay. Woody Harrelson.
0: Okay, yeah. Tell me what (laughs) happened here because I know nothing about this.
1: One of the stars of um, Triangle of Sadness, which I was just mentioning, he was hosting SNL yesterday because we were recording this on Sunday, and he decided to throw in an anti-vax rant during his SNL monologue. I don't know if this was planned. I don't know if he—it feels like not SNL's brand, so it seems like he added this in on his own and had a lot to say.
0: Was this rant supposed to be like satire? I don't think that's what I know he no no no
1: he's he's an anti-vaxxer like he has more comments and I think he's a 9-11 truth or like he's a conspiracy theorist like wild. So, okay. I didn't know that about him, but I guess it kind of makes sense with the characters he plays and how he like comes across as a person. So, sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. Woody <laughs> Harrelson said, "The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartels' drugs and keep taking them over and over."
0: Huh. <laughs> Did this, uh, was there laughter that followed this?
1: I have not watched the video because I'm too uncomfortable by this quote. And so I'm just like, oh my. So yeah, this isn't the first time he shared his conspiracy theories. He's a 9-11 truther, shared a number of conspiracies about the covid pandemic in april 2020 uh, harrelson posted a gonzo article tying the supposed negative effects of 5g to the spread of covid saying that he found it very interesting and in may 2022 harrelson instead of mask wearing during the pandemic as one who doesn't believe in the germ theory i find it rather absurd
0: okay My, the interesting thing about this for me is um the producer of snl who's it's not um Who's the producer of SNL? Oh, Lauren Michaels, you mean? Lauren Michaels, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The producer of SNL like famously does not like improv yes. on SNL. Like I remember when Adrian Brody hosted, like Adrian Brody like was like, oh, like last minute, like threw on a wig and like improvised this intro with like, you know, like a Jamaican accent and everything, and it was like a harmless thing, but Lauren Michaels was like, you do not improvise on my live show. And now Adrian Brody is like banned from ever hosting SNL again. Right. And so like I I find it weird because like this monologue, like, I shouldn't have been improvised because improvising is not allowed on SNL. But like, I can't imagine that what he just said was approved. No, I'm <laughs> to sure. Be said.
1: I'm sure it wasn't. I feel like we probably won't be seeing Woody Harrelson back on the SNL stage anytime soon. Okay. um and it's just, it's so, it's too bad because I felt like SNL was getting really good buzz recently. Like, they had a sketch that went like very legitimately viral. It was like Lisa from Temecula, I think. It was like um, the actress whose name I forget. I think her name is Ego, um, I, but I don't know her last name. And she was like, had a really tough piece of steak that she was like cutting in like the Pedro Pascal episode. It was like shaking the table. It was like everyone was breaking. There were like Vanity Fair articles about it. They were getting such good buzz. And now it's like, oof, SNL. <laughs> spot where Woody Harrelson has to air his grievances about getting a COVID
0: vaccine. So. Well, SNL, you know when you fly too close to the I sun, know. your wings melt. Not that it's SNL's fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, in more news that we all know makes me furious, Jesse Armstrong, the creator of Succession, has confirmed the show is ending next season. Electric season chair. 4. Guys! Stop being so fucking precious with your television shows. I don't care if you're like, well, the British just know when to end a series. It's fine. It's like, fuck no. We're in America. All right. And I want shows that are friend's length. These seasons are 10 episodes. These seasons are 10, if that. And like, there is more story to be told there's more that can happen with these people and like it's not my fault that I got invested in your show but now that I am you're taking like this is going to be the last season of Ted Lasso it's going to be the last season of Succession Insecure I'm Still Mourning like why what, what's who has something against my happiness That's the question I have for you today Matt Steele.
0: I mean a hard thing I will say that producers do have to and like showrunners do have to struggle with is mm. like actors do not want to be on a show for as many years as Friends was like actors want to move on to the next thing they're like thank you let's wrap this up like and the thing with friends is like they only stayed on because they were like we want a million dollars each per episode but
1: that was like the final season they were but they were making a lot of money yes
0: of yes course, and, and, and the thing is like everyone was watching friends like and succession even though succession is insanely huge and everything it like no tv show now even the most popular ones are getting the same viewership as friends did like because people not we there's so much content out there there's no one show or thing that everyone is paying attention to except for the bafta awards obviously (laughs) um so that's hard i get that that's
1: hard but like I just feel like we're all being a little too precious. Who cares if you write an episode of television that's not perfect and flawless and from every single angle, every single shot is the most perfect thing in the world. Give people what they want. Like if there's anything I've learned as one of the two game mats, you got to give the people what they want. Um, You got to start watching Drag Race and sometimes it'll be the best thing you ever did. (laughs) Sometimes it takes no episodes for you to get obsessed. Give us more episodes.
0: Literally, like in the lessons I've learned from two gay mats is just like, who cares if it's a great video topic? Just go. Just put it out there. <laughs> just and, put it out. And the thing is, like, we've been doing this for so long that like we could literally be talking about like the stools in front of us, and people would be like, oh my God, I love you too. And it's like, oh, thank you. I mean,
1: and I appreciate that. And I just feel like uh, there's more art to be made, there are more stories to be told. TV is not film. If you want to make something that ends in two hours,
0: make a fucking film. But I guess that's also the downside of like this being the golden age of streaming television is that like there is so much detail put into the writing and directing and th- the nuance of everything. So now like these TV shows like have to be these perfect, beautiful packages and do everything. Do they? And but even if you want to take your time between seasons, let Jeremy
1: Strong go and be acting other things. Do that. That's take solid. A yeah. year or two off. That's fine. There are rumors that i have heard that brian cox hates jeremy strong and that's why the show is that the two of them don't get along because brian cox uh when asked about jeremy strong's method acting said oh it's fucking annoying don't get me going on it strong is definitely talented he's fucking gifted when you've got the gift celebrate the gift go back to your trailer and have a hit of marijuana you know (laughs) so i mean a one i agree with him but b even if these actors don't like just I would like more. That's all I'm asking is I want a little bit more. When my show's like Real World Homecoming gets stripped off streaming services every five minutes, that's devastating. And then we just ending shows that I love willy nilly. If the next season of White Lotus is the last one, I will be furious. I give me something. Let me have joy.
0: Well, the thing with White Lotus is like now, like they're, they're gonna be there's like it's gonna be a different cast every season, and right? That stuff. So that's gonna be a little easier to
1: produce. I feel I, you say that, but I just can't. I can't have this again for another show I love. And maybe I should just stop watching television because it's harmed me. Maybe you should just sit in the dark all day (laughs) every day for the next several years of your life. I think from here on out, that's my plan. All right. Well, I'll see you guys in the dark. (laughs) Um, Rihanna's performing Lift Me Up at the Oscars. Of
0: course she is. That has been announced. She's got lipstick to promote.
1: (laughs) And hey, we're getting two Rihanna performances. One a month. I think that's great. She's got to be announcing a tour, right? But it's like after that baby comes out. Like I guess I'm wondering... What is this all leading towards? Like, I guess it's not surprising that she's performing at the Oscars, but I could see Rihanna turning that down if she didn't feel like it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You or know, be like, I'll show
0: up yes. late. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, the fact that she's performing is really nice. I mean, it's, it's also like an easy song to perform. Like, it's very, you know, quiet, simple song. It is. She can sit there and just be like, hey, baby, it's me, Rihanna. I,
1: you know, if she wants to instead sing
0: a new single, that'd be cool too. Cool, <laughs> well, it's not going to happen. I mean, you never know. I, I'm just, I only care about the Natu Natu performance. <laughs> what are they going to do for that? Are those men going to dance their asses off again on stage? You would die. You would literally die. turn to dust please please um well speaking of the academy awards the
1: academy has added a crisis team (laughs) for the upcoming telecast speaking of the dramatics of the industry after last year's oscar slap the academy has implemented a new crisis team to handle whatever happens this year we've run so many scenarios so it is our hope that we may be prepared for anything that we may not anticipate right now and it's like
0: What? (laughs) You know what? It creates jobs and we want to help the economy. Yes. I, yes.
1: I thank you, Joe Biden, who, by the way, (laughs) when he was in Ukraine, when he went to Ukraine. Oh, fucking icon. And
0: when the president of Ukraine Zelensky was like watching Joe Biden, like shake his soldier's hands and cry. Uh,
1: It's just like, I don't think even those of us who were excited to vote for Joe Biden knew that I was thrilled. I I mean, and we all were. I didn't anticipate he'd be so fucking good at this. Like, I just didn't like, wow, am I? Am I like proud to be an American? Oh, baby. These are feelings I have not had in a long, long time. (laughs) But uh, I just think it's, I don't understand. I just am wondering what this crisis team is training for, what they're going to do in this scenario. I just am already hunkering down for the endless slap jokes and commentary and bits
0: and I, I i'm already tired you know what i think would be smart to do it's like the year that spider-man turn off the dark was supposed to open on broadway but then you know all the drama with it like pre- the previews and people getting injured and everything started happening so it didn't open yeah. so during that tony season neil patrick harris was hosting and he was just like okay guys i know you're expecting a lot of spider-man turn off the jokes uh, turn off the dark jokes um, happening today. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a minute <laughs> of just nonstop jokes, and that's all I'm going to say about it. So I think it'd be cute if that were, would be here's great. a minute of slap jokes. If you want to go to the fridge, if you don't want to hear about it, yes, here's your minute to do that. So I think that would be kind of a smart, cheeky way. To do that, I hope Jimmy Kimmel and his writing team is listening
1: to this. Which, by the way, I feel like we put out a video about Danny kane and I saw a Danny DeCane article saying, Where are they now? the other day. So I feel like someone in the media has their ear on 2K Matt. So pass it along that that's the way to handle this at the Oscars because I don't want to hear a whole three and a half hour telecast where there's a, sl- a slap joke every five minutes. I just don't.
0: Okay. okay. Right? Yeah, we want to get to the winners, the nominees.
1: Ah Well, speaking of people who exhaust me by their very existence, Eminem is uh, trying to block Giselle and Robin of Real Housewives of Potomac from trademarking Reasonably Shady. So this speaks to a few things I care about. The Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, The the two cast members, whom I hate, Giselle and Robin, uh, have a podcast. It's called Reasonably Shady. It's, you know, whatever. And they, like, had a, a live show on the season this past year that was sparsely attended. Like, it's just kind of like... A struggling, low quality, whatever. Uh, But also, it's like, Eminem, does does he spend all his time just finding different women to bother? I feel like his whole career is like, I'm going to talk shit about Britney Spears or Chris Aguilera or Mariah Carey or like, oh, now I'm not in the media. I have a lot of time to watch TV. uh, Shady's my thing. Uh, My alter ego is Slim Shady. How dare you have a podcast with that name? I'll I'll fight you on that. And it's just like, you're... This person has never appealed to me in any fashion, in any way. And even though Giselle is a liar and doesn't share her own life, and even though she's the face of the show, could be fired and no one would know the difference. And Robin should absolutely be fired because it's a long story. She uh, spent the entire season bothering other people about their marriages and like, oh, your husband's cheating, your husband's cheating. Then after the show was done filming, goes on her podcast, Reasonably Shady, and says... Oh, actually, Juan, my husband has been in contact with another woman and we talked about it before season seven. So we didn't talk about it on the show. But if you want to hear all about the details of the affair, go to my Patreon. Okay. And it's just like this woman needs to be fired. And you know who's the worst person in this whole triangle? Eminem. I think he's always been overrated, talentless, says as all like homophobia and misogyny has fueled his career for as far as it's gone these days. And like you're finding more women to fight with at your old age
0: go away. I just think it's so weird that he, it's like Eminem like I don't believe that you actually care about like these women. Of and the, course and you do like, You are really just kind of like reaching for something to like be r- relevant in some sort of way. Right. It's like put it in your art. Put it in your If you want to be relevant put it in your art. That's what Ariana DeBose did. That's true. She, she uh, made those rhymes. And I don't think shady is like an Eminem trademark no, word.
1: Everyone says shady. The gays say shady. Everyone
0: said like everyone has been saying shady for God knows how long
1: it's just he makes me sick he's exhausting and the worst of those three so matt Steele, yeah that was for me Mm -hmm. i got a news story only for you Uh uh-huh big brother canada has decided to ditch live feeds ahead of the new season the tweet reads attention bb can fam as we head into season 11 big brother canada's live feeds are evolving Behind the scenes content will now be delivered through digital dailies, uncut footage from inside the BB can house, offering viewers an extended peek into the house guests lives. So there's so a show called Big Brother, where the whole premise was that they're being filmed 24 seven, and they're streaming it aloud is 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 that it's no longer going to be streamed you won't be able to watch them in the house like I thought that was the whole thing
0: Nope. interesting are, are, are we going to change the name of the show too because this is not Big
1: Brother change it to digital dailies to
0: digital dailies <laughs> exactly and the thing is Big Brother Canada is an excellently produced show wow. those episodes are so good I do know that uh, in recent more recent seasons of Big Brother Canada the fans have been a little angry at the discrepancy between what happens on the live feeds versus what happens in the episodes mm. apparently the editing does make some people or situations look much better than they I actually mean, are on the live. which feeds, of course which like big that was more of a problem in big brother like like 14 years ago mm. i would say like 13 12 years ago around there and now big brother us has gotten better at that and everything and i mean look here's the thing I don't have access to Big Brother Canada's feeds because I live in the United States and yes. I can't watch the show like live. Mm-hmm. And so this doesn't affect me that much because I always watch Big Brother Canada as just the episodes. But Big Brother U.S., <laughs> CBS, Julie Chen Moonves, who, whoever who is listening from yes. CBS, yes. if you dare <laughs> do this to Big Brother U.S., there will be riots what in the streets. I was gonna say. I mean, because that is the thing that makes the show so excellent and it's what gets you so involved and invested because you are not just watching a weekly show or like a three times a weekly <laughs> show, which is what Big Brother is. Just too you, much. You are in like paying attention to what they are doing 24 hours a day for 90 plus days. And so like that's why Big Brother to me is the best reality show because you truly feel like you get to know these people. Mm. Like even the villains, the problematic people, everyone, you, you see all of their dimensions and, and you have conflicting feelings about everything because you, you know, everyone so well. And so that is why the show is so good. And that is what the fans love. I will say <laughs> the big brother fandom is a little much. No. And I feel like that is why there's a, a movement to turn to not have live feeds mm. because like, like, if you know the fans, they do get to be very aggressive, and like if someone does something a little like not kosher, immediately they're like, "Get them fired!" Like, like wow. how do we destroy this person? Like, like literally anyone, especially if there's like a favorite in the house. Right. Like last year with Taylor. Like obviously Taylor's a queen and a legend and brilliant, but like anytime any person, even like the nicest like other people in the house would like even mm. say like, "Ooh, maybe." Taylor's a good person to go after immediately like online would just rip these people to shreds. and So so I feel like CBS or not CBS, but like I feel like maybe Big Brother Canada now like feels like a need to kind of like protect its contestants a little bit. So if they did this, mm -hmm. if they
1: released digital dailies for the U.S., would you continue to watch the show? Of course I would. How upset would you be one to ten? Devastated. <laughs> uh, Devastated. I, I would okay. be a
0: fifteen. However, if I if I get cast on this season and they just go to digital dailies, I'd be a little relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like,
1: okay. I mean, they better edit you nicely. They might be editing you as like the gay villain. Uh, whatever.
0: But like I because then it's like, okay, like I won't have like a butt crack slip or something That's like that. True. You know, like so I, I do understand like why the people in the house would like it a little, but for if they do celebrity big brother again, I would imagine they would. They're not going to have live feeds for that yeah. because they're not going to get celebrities who will ever want to do this I show. I mean, after Todrick, after after like the the whole seasons of Celebrity Big Brother three. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, see any celebrity wanting to do it?
1: We have good news about a show that we were at the premiere, the LA premiere of at the Pantages. We were lovely invited. Thank you so much to anybody who's connected them to us because we appreciated it. But our queen, Joanna Levesque. Miss JoJo herself will make her Broadway debut as Satine in Moulin Rouge this April. Apparently, it is going to be a limited engagement, I think, through June, I want to say. But my goodness. How much, I can't wait for the videos of just hearing her sing the shit out of so many iconic songs because you know who can sing her face off and is always on point vocally, Miss JoJo.
0: She is like, it's like when I think of like the greatest young vocalists like of our time now, I think of like Jasmine Sullivan, JoJo. Like JoJo is so fantastic and I'm so glad that she like has this platform like, good for her to be seen and like i hope videos of her singing like firework or whatever songs are in that show like go viral because the world needs to be reminded how fucking incredible jojo is
1: and her career got so interrupted at the moment that she was going to be the biggest because of her record label drama so seeing her succeed in this way will always be exciting for me and the thing is i saw her on tiktok or instagram or wherever i follow her months ago kind of singing a clip of Firework and just being like there was a pianist in the background she was singing a clip of Firework and she was like is anyone else like really feeling these lyrics right now and it's like Oh
0: my God! The you Easter eggs.
1: We're rehearsing, and I didn't even notice. I didn't even put two two together. Two and two Guys, together.
0: Taylor, who? I know the uh, Easter eggs
1: from JoJo. That's the thing. We need to be more focused on Easter eggs as a culture.
0: Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the world is focused enough on like the, <laughs> the pop music fans are focused enough on Easter eggs to the point where it's nothing but Easter eggs. That's true. Um, but I, you know, it's just answering the question that she asked in the song Joanna: Where did your acting career go? To leading lady Hello. on Broadway,
1: baby. And not everybody has that. Not everybody has that. <laughs> Good for you. Congratulations. Go out to JoJo. We love her. Apparently, Lindsay Lohan, Rachel McAdams, Aunt Amanda Seafried and Lacey Chabert all had agreed to return for the Mean Girls musical movie, and I don't know what roles, uh, but talks have stalled due to Paramount's disrespectful money offer, which to me is like, Paramount I think is under new leadership, you know, what happened with Real World Homecoming. And maybe they're doing some penny pinching over there, but like... You can't be serious in thinking that you would get these ladies, especially like Amanda Seafried and Rachel McAdams, for like a cheap moment. Like these are actresses that have mean so much to this franchise, obviously. And many of them are A-list and still at the
0: top of their game. Like pay them what they're worth. I love the phrasing of disrespectful (laughs) offer. I love that. This offer was disrespectful.
1: I also loved the Page Six article because it sounds like a Housewives negotiation article. It's like (laughs) when they're like, Roni Legacy isn't happening. Talk stalled after Jill Zarin wanted too much money. And it's like, Clearly, someone's PR team is behind this and feeding this story, whether it's real or fake, just to maybe help the negotiations along, possibly. But if that is at all true, pay the girls. Like, even if it's just a second, if it's just a flash, there's been talk in the Discord of people like, I want the musical to be its own thing, very separate, no one reprising roles, no one coming back. I think a cameo would be cute. A cameo would
0: be very yes. cute. Yes. Yes, like, I agree with that.
1: They don't need to do the roles again. These are no. not teenagers. No, but. yeah. A little cameo for each of them.
0: I would love Yeah. And I'm very pro like make this its own thing, please. Like I'm very pro that because I feel like we've become a culture that is leaning too heavily on like nostalgia at the point, at like this point. And so I would definitely want it to be its own thing because musicals are an art form. Of course. And so, but yeah, a cameo would be an adorable nod. That's just enough.
1: Absolutely. So please get it together, Paramount, because I want to see all these ladies on screen together again. Um, did you see that Lady Gaga was sued? Uh, for not paying the reward to the dog thief accomplice who returned her pets. <laughs> so back in 2021 of February or February of 2021 Lady Gaga's dog Sitter Reitner and Fisher was shot and her dogs were stolen. Gaga offered a $500,000 reward no questions asked and Jennifer McBride 50 brought the dogs to the police hoping to get the money. In April 2021 she was one of the five people arrested as an accomplice to the crime along with her then boyfriend Harold White and she's now suing Gaga for breach of contract fraud by false promise oh, and misrepresentation. No. Oh
0: because questions were asked. And
1: it's like sweetie
0: you you got
1: arrested. <laughs> like I realize no questions asked, but it's also like did you agree to a contract? Were there things signed that Lady Gaga, like, was there a contractual agreement that you had with Lady Gaga in which she was supposed to be paying you this $500,000? Because, babe, if you stole my fucking dogs and shot my dog walker, I wouldn't pay either.
0: How are you, like, did this
1: woman serve jail
0: time at all? I
1: don't know if she's in jail now. I mean, she was charged and sentenced with
0: something, it seems like, but... I mean, you know, much like Eminem, it's just like, oh, you just really want some spotlight. Clearly. But, like, you want spotlight for being a person who, like, shot a dog walker and stole like a beloved icons dog. I mean, I don't even think she
1: wants a spotlight. She wants money. Oh, she sure. just wants that fucking money. I mean,
0: money. baby, don't we oh you better you gotta work for it. Like us. Yeah, you better
1: work, bitch. Brittany told us. Um so yeah, gross. Like Lee like Lady Gaga's been through so much. That dog walker's been through so much. Like just pay your penance, whatever it may be, and move on with your life. It's just narcissistic behavior to me. Absolutely agreed. Um but in good news, I love ending on good news. Harvey Weinstein Weinstein was sentenced to sixteen more years in federal prison. I love that. And I think R. Kelly was sentenced to more years in prison as well. And so having sexual abusers pay for their crimes is, you know, something that brings me joy. In a dark world, that is light. That is light. It's one of those, And again, I was thinking about this today because I was like, in a beautiful utopia, I don't want there to be police. I think, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many things like the, the justice system is so crooked and backwards in so many ways. But then when really bad people have to serve time or like get justice in this way I am happy those are my two the two wolves that Demi Lovato was singing about these are them fighting inside my soul
0: you know what are you gonna do about that what can one do what can one do you just gotta you just gotta wait it out and just pray for the best because I'm against educate people yes
1: I don't want policing but lock them up (laughs) <laughs> these are my feelings that's my thought Matt Steele, Okay. do you have any more uh, news for idiots to share with the people I
0: mean the SAG Awards happened yes. everything everywhere all at once won uh, best ensemble it's a lot it also won the PGA Award Producers Good Award guys hang it up everything everywhere all at once is winning best picture yes! and I am thrilled I'm thrilled too uh, for the first time I believe Ever maybe hmm. that the SAG Awards and the BAFTAs in terms of movie awards did had no crossover between acting winners. All the really? winners of the SAG Awards uh did not win the BAFTAs. That's shocking. Yeah. So um the big shock of the night was Jamie Lee Curtis winning supporting actress for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I mean it makes sense. Like the woman is so beloved and and she's such a kick-ass campaigner. Mm. Like every a uh, 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 campaign like viral video I see is of Jamie Lee Curtis doing something amazing <laughs> and or hilarious or touching. So like she's a kick-ass campaigner and like that role is so fun. Like it was great to see her win. Yeah, I mean Brendan Fraser won Best Leading Actor for yep. The Whale. Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere well At Once won Best Leading Actress. Good for and her. uh her. huy Quan won uh, Best Supporting Actor. Oh, I love him. And so right now the only acting win that is solidified in terms of Oscars is Kihoi huy Quan. So. One. So we're going into the Oscars with, uh, on the uh, edge of our uh, toes? Seats. On the edge of our seats. <laughs> on the tips of our toes. Tips of our toes, whatever. heads of our seats. It's going to be exciting, guys. Yes. Get ready.
1: All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more 2K mats the podcast.
0: Okay, guys. We got a lot of emails. This we, week. Did. we did. So we're just going to do three and then we're going to keep the other two because we got five. Yes. Uh, we're going to leave the other two for uh, the next week. So, this first question, oh, first of all, this is Email My Heart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at 2 at gmail.com. 2 is spelled T W O. Yes. So, the first question comes to us from Jacob. Jacob says, email my heart. Hi, Matt. Before I get to my question, I just want to say, Matt Palmer, I listened to my 21st century blues, and it has become my favorite album of 2023 so far. I love hearing that. I listened to it everywhere Car, gym, around the house, et cetera. And I haven't done that with an album since Melodrama. Wow. Anyway, on to my question. What are some albums that either came out before you started doing live reactions or you decided not to react to that you wish you had Mm.
1: uh, given a live
0: reaction to? Interested in hearing your responses. Melodrama is one of those.
1: Melodrama is one of those.
0: We were so not ready for that.
1: I just had her in my head as a one hit wonder because Pure Heroin really didn't do it for me. And Greenlight was good, but not enough to really get me on the train. And so by the time I listened to it in full, I was like, wait, (laughs) this is excellent back to
0: front. But the thing is, like, the pre-release singles were coming out and they were so good. Like, like, it was like Sober came out and and, uh, Liability came out. And I was like, wait... Yeah, we just weren't, yeah.
1: I And I we just started really doing the live uh, full album reactions recently. Mm. And so I don't feel so bad about what we've done so far because it started in, what, July with Renaissance? Mm-hmm. So I'm more like, God, I can't wait till we do a Mariah one. Yeah. I can't wait till she comes out with an album and we can all be here together like a big lamb family. And uh, yeah, I, that's, I'm looking very much forward to Mariah's next studio release, which we mm. all are. And it seems like, since it's a wrap... Is you know going so viral that hopefully it's inspiring her musically for a, a release that's not Christmas related. We love Christmas. But I, it's been tw- since 2018.
0: So are you saying that Christmas isn't real? That's not
1: what I'm saying, oh, guys. Not what I'm saying.
0: Matt Palmer, The Grinch. But
1: Matt Steele. Any other albums that you? Regret? Um, I
0: I would say, and this is very hard for like a debut, like an artist's debut album, yes. and everything. Like, but like, man, if we had known of Rena Sawayama mm. before, like we finally listened to her and yeah. we got to listen to that album like live or like do an actual because we did a review of it, but like a couple, like probably like two months after it came out, yes. like, if we got to like listen to it for the first time, like and and talk about it when it came out, like it right. would have been so much fun.
1: And we if we were doing the live reactions of a full album at the time, we would have done Olivia Rodrigo too, which mm-hmm. would have been very cool.
0: Uh,
1: I'm excited for her next one.
0: Oh yeah. Well and also we we never gave an actual review of Beyonce's self titled. <laughs> it was just it the reaction to it dropping so yes. like i wish we like had the foresight to be like hey let's like actually review this album right. too but like that, that was, was before we were even doing that was such a long time that ago that was before we were even doing like music reviews we didn't even know what we were doing our first like music reaction video was actually lady gaga's g u y music video really? and we were and it wasn't even like a oh let's react to the music video specifically it was more just like let's like pick out all the weird things and see what they all mean mm. like it wasn't just a simple reaction video yeah yeah we didn't know what we we're doing back then this was before reaction videos like were a thing right yeah so so you kind of say we we're trendsetters that uh, we kind of changed the culture i think a man with the bows was <laughs> the one who
1: yes may yeah. she rest i don't know where she went i know where is she she's so AJ good aj2 i want to say she's great
0: she's great come back um, so the next question comes from Durga Durga says Brittany conservatorship details plus podcast Rex it's a long one so buckle all right hey Matt whenever I find a podcast I love I binge the episodes in no sequential order which is how I often find myself re-listening to you guys dishing about Nicole or Taylor from Big Brother or Monique from Real Housewives of Potomac oh. for the seventh time <laughs> don't worry I love it anyways recently I've been listening to Way by Jamila Jamil and I just finished an episode she did with the founders of of the hashtag Free Britney movement mm. and they were explaining a lot about her conservatorship and how they work in general. If you already knew this bear with me but I was shocked to learn some of the details of Britney's experience. For example there's a document called a capacity declaration that a doctor is supposed to provide to confirm that a person doesn't have the cap- capacity to house or feed themselves for a conservatorship to be formed and in Britney's case this crucial initial document was never even filed. In addition Britney had a trust fund set up of which I don't fully understand the terms but the idea idea is that her finances were supposed to be protected and it was revealed that Jamie Lynn was a trustee, which maybe elucidates Brittany's Previous and current rage towards her sister Mm. that extends beyond her silence about the conditions she was living under. I'm thrilled Brittany has long been granted her freedom and is now sporting that four-carat stunner on her finger, but I bring this up because hundreds of thousands of everyday people are being taken advantage of under the framework of a conservatorship, especially the elderly in America, and it's important we continue to improve the laws around that system that's specifically designed to give the conservatee as few chances as possible to appeal or renegotiate the terms. Mm. LOL, that was my Box rant. Poor Brittany, I hope she's living her most sleigh life now. Now, on to the actual question. What podcasts have you guys been listening to and loving recently? My favorites are anything from the Spotify society and culture category hosted by someone who knows how to speak well on a mic. <laughs> I've listened to, to many, I've listened to many podcasts and believe me when I say that your guys' ability to modulate your voices, hold a stimulating conversation and keep me invested in stories about people. I are you modulating your voice I now?
1: I <laughs> You know, just read the damn Tell thing. Tell a gay something and
0: he will suddenly Ugh. become self-aware and give you more of it. <laughs> Uh and keep me invested in stories about people I couldn't point out in a photograph is much rarer than you would expect in a world where truly everyone and their mother has a podcast. <laughs> True. Too long didn't read, have full faith and hundred percent believe in yourselves that you are truly excellent at the podcast format it's because kind. you genuinely are. Heart heart. Oh, and also give me your podcast rex. Hee hee. Thanks for reading this very long email, Durga. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Durga. That's so kind. Like, that's so kind. Cause you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I ramble too much on the podcast, but I guess I modulate enough. And people you- like.
1: Yes, I feel like, y'all, when you're on a mic, this constantly, it's like, oh, I could have said this better, or I tripped over myself at this point. But in general, people just like spending time with people who genuinely enjoy each other, I think, on the podcast. Absolutely, yeah. So I feel like I've given these podcast recommendations a lot, so I apologize that I've not branched out. But The Reed just celebrated their 10-year anniversary, Damn. and they, which is crazy. Yeah. And they had a big show at the Beacon Theater, which is where Mariah used to do her Christmas shows. And like... They had recorded the uh, live podcast recording and put it up on their feed. And just listening back to it, it's like the fact that I am so actively proud of two people I have never met. But they're (laughs) so funny and quick-witted and like hilarious and always on the right side of history. And they're open and vulnerable. It's just like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it feels like if I was a young gay black person when they were around like if we if I was young and the read had started I would have felt so seen and like oh I'm not alone in my feelings and the fact that they're excelling and doing such amazing things 10 years after they started I'm so proud of them again people I've never met (laughs) but I only want them to be happy and be well and if tomorrow was the last day they ever did it I would thank them for their service they've done so much have been such groundbreakers in the space and I appreciate them to no end so I can't recommend the read
0: more and a thing I love I mean they're so funny. But also Brilliant. like love the thing I love about Kid Fury is like, you know, people they they start a podcast because they want to like maybe do something else like something bigger and everything. Like we like I'm I'm an actor and like Matt Palmer's a musician right. and everything. But Kid Fury's literally just like Nah, I don't need to do anything else. I mean, he is
1: writing on Rapture right now. He's oh, writing is on he? HBO Max shows. I so, remember yeah.
0: like years ago, you were just like, oh yeah, Kid Fury has said many times that he doesn't want to. Oh, I think, damn. He, ooh, I well,
1: know. I think he, he saw those chests. I know, <laughs> and he's moving in silence. But yes, so I also listened to The Deep Dive, which is June, Diane, Raphael, and Jessica uh, Chess. Uh, just because St. Clair's podcast, just, not just like, Jessica 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 <laughs> Jessica If there was a podcast about that, I feel like you would tell me about it. Um, I listen to what else? Oh, Bitch Sesh, which mm-hmm. is a Housewives recap podcast. I listen to Danny Pellegrino, former guest. We love him. Um, yeah, I feel like I have like one podcast a day that I listen to regularly. Sure, um, yeah. I mean, oh, a, and keep it. We both listen to from time. We to both time. listen
0: to keep it. We yeah. both listen to the DJ Bob show. Yes. If, if you want some nostalgia, like TV movies, DJ Bob shows where it's at. Brilliant. Um, I also very much listen to a podcast called Putting It Together, which breaks down um, the lyrics of Steven Sondheim, like song by song. Yes. Um, and so he's plowing his way through. He's, I think, just finished Merrily. He's going in sequential order with like w- when uh, shows. Came out, and Mm. so he just finished. Merrily we roll along, and I'm—he's going on to Sunday in the park with George. Oh my gosh! Uh, So yeah, those are the podcasts I listen to, and you know I listen to our podcast sometimes too. Oh, that's nice. I feel like I need a nice audio hug. I love that. Yeah. So next question comes to us from Alyssa. Alyssa says songs to get you pumped hi, Matt. First off, I just want to say that I love listening to your podcast each...
1: Is Eric's girlfriend, Alyssa. Yeah. Oh, well, I Alyssa love is our... Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa's our friend. She's yeah, great. Like, well, we old. love her. Got it.
0: Um, and so uh, she says, songs to get you pumped. Hi, Matt. First off, I just want to say that I love listening to your podcast each week, especially when I've got a long commute. It keeps me sane while navigating the mess that is LA morning traffic, so thank you. Yay. Second, I'm on my last full week of doing a Whole30 diet, which has inspired me to try a new type of 30-day challenge. I'm I'm calling it X30, and it's 30 Days of Exercise. Mm. I've started to compile a playlist of good workout songs, but I'm not as in touch with the music industry as you guys. So I was wondering if either of you had any go-to workout songs that really get you pumped up that I can add to my playlist. Two songs that I found really pump me up are Brittany's Work Bitch and Sia's Unstoppable. Mm. Any other recommendations? I mean, Dua Lipa's physical not to be too on the nose. I mean... (laughs) Just really a great up tempo pop song about getting physical, yeah I- I'm very weird in this in the fact that, like. Uh, if I'm working out, I do not want music. That is very I, weird. I do not want. I I want to be as like unstimulated as possible. <laughs> like because <laughs> I, I just like want to be like let's get this over with. Like I can't deal with the overwhelmingness of the pain in my body oh and my like, a lot of noise is happening. Um, so that's why I watch the View as I work out because it's like <laughs> oh this feels calming. And then if they start fighting, I stop right. and, and watch. But um and so. I mean, my recommendations are all kind of like show tunes. Well, you can give <laughs> them. I'm going to give like show tunes that like get me pumped. And I feel like I would like to listen to if I worked out to music, ma'am, all the high school musical soundtracks, like, oh God, it's like, it's you know, you know, the big numbers, Eric, Alyssa's boyfriend, who's our very good friend and old yes. roommate, loves the high school musical movies. So I'm sure Alyssa knows the, the music. If you don't, you should. And um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a specific song from it. And I have to say. Now or Never mm. which is the opening track of the third movie mm. and you know in the movie it's excellent and everything but for some reason on record it just fucking slaps so hard and wow. really gets me going and I'm just like rocking out to my car like in my car that is a number like two blast Um, I will say lately songs that get me pumped up are there's a, one song in particular this year not to mention the B word but uh <laughs> Every day when I'm leaving work and I need a good like pick me up, like yeah. if, I, if I work a day shift and I need a little more energy like after work because I'm exhausted, yeah. I blast the track "Voodoo Mama" from the Babylon soundtrack, <laughs> which is the song that plays when Margot Robbie's character is dancing at the party, and it's like the most stunning cinematic moment of this year, mm. in my opinion. And it just gets you wired and ready to go. Um, I will also say if you, you like show tunes. I, there are so many Andrew Lloyd Weber songs <laughs> that really just are great to work out to. Like I'm thinking the cheesy shit, like "Go Go Go Joseph" and like and like Jellicle songs for Jellicle cats. Like Ooh, that's the shit. That. I I that gets my body mm. moving, and I'm just like, yeah, this is ridiculous and fun. And so those would be my suggestions. Right. I, don't, I don't know if Elizabeth will take that advice, but I, just try it and and see how you feel.
1: I'd like to throw in a Beyonce "Get Me Bodied" oh. of the entire B Day album. Absolutely, it's very up tempo until you get to. resent it's an excellent workout album. We were just talking about Britney's Blackout in the Discord. That's another top-to-bottom grade disco. Very 2007-2008. Electronic, hip-hop-inspired, brilliant album, always up-tempo. i trying to think of the most workout-y song on that album. Maybe give me more. People will know it. Very yeah. up, yeah. Uh, get naked, freak show, toy soldier, toy soldier. Maybe. toy soldier
0: is like a big rush of adrenaline. Yes,
1: all excellent. Um, I would listen to Robin, like listen to Body Talk. But
0: do you want to be sad as your? You could go through every range of emotion. Oh God, Alien Superstar, oh. that is a number to burn some calories. Absolutely, to. damn. I mean, Cuff It. That's the thing. A lot of
1: Renaissance is super up tempo like yeah. this. Um, I listen to Janet Jackson's Control album Top to Finish It's like Only eight, nine tracks Mostly very up-tempo There's a lot of great shit A lot of great shit
0: Yeah, yeah Also, uh, Jimmy in the the chat says Call Me Manny from Babylon Is also a, a banger Great,
1: <laughs> Matt Steele. Yes, I have a question for you. Yes, what's been giving you moments, darling?
0: You know, it's all the very small things that I've already mentioned. Like mm-hmm. my friend Fernando is in town with Matt Bridges, and it's great. I'm so excited to like see them. I, they came to my work uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. had lunch, and like watched me work and scramble and make shakes and everything. And so it was just like great being back together Aww. with them again. Um, and uh, you know, this is gonna sound so stupid, but just th- the song "Giants in the Sky." Yeah, from Into the Woods has yes. always been like a little bit of my like that's something that I've been scared of mm. just because everyone is always like you should play Jack you should play Jack you should play Jack and I'm just like okay well Giants in the Sky ends on like a G <laughs> and like I can sing really really high or like sing baritone stuff but like F sharp G I'm fucked like mm. that is my break and so I've always been very insecure about like those notes in my body mm. and so I was always scared of singing Giants in the Sky in front of people. And I have to say, last night, I did it. Yes. And you know what? I I have to place it in a certain part of my mask. Yes. The tone, I can't say, is the most pleasant thing. It's but you the, hit it but I hit it, you hit it and it worked for the character I love it and so I'm very proud of myself was it more head voicey
1: it? more belty a mix what it was, was happening it was
0: just all it was more mixy okay. definitely more mixy yeah um, and you know it was a very low pressure situation of Like was, we were all among friends and right. family and everything right um, but you know I'm, I'm proud of myself that I did it and I wasn't even nervous about it I've come that. a long way since like co- singing that song in college there you go yeah so also like thank you again so much to my friend Alexis who let me use use his washing machine and dryer for that moment because when I tell you my hamper was so
1: Fool. there's no worse
0: feeling I know like I open my closet and look at my hamper for just like over a month and a half and mm. just wanting to be like and just thinking I am disgusting like I am <laughs> a disgusting you're human disgusting. being because <laughs> I was so repulsed by what I saw because it was so high right? and just like the weight that lifted off of my shoulders and so I, I just felt so great so Alexis you are a king God bless you this is
1: dedicated to Alexis this is dedicated this to Alexis Lifesaver. i lifesaver
0: I'm glad like your A-L-X-E-A did not Go on. Oh,
1: yes, I know. Well, it, it's
0: renamed in this room, actually. Oh, great. Yes, okay.
1: So. Everything's changed. Thank you so much, Alexis. <laughs> um, well, for me, I don't have anything big this week, so I want to go to the one that I meant to do last week, but forgot. And I talked about it a little bit on uh, the after show. So if you watch this on YouTube, you may have heard this before, but... I'm enjoying the season of Drag Race so much. I am so 100% in on these contestants. I'm very excited about my personal top three of Anitra, who is my personal favorite, even though Sasha Colby is just as good, if not better, but she's so established already that I kind of want Anitra to win the crown. Oh, you um, like an underdog. I yeah. like an underdog, um, which is uh, what... Ramona said to Bethany when Bethany was defending her, "It's like, well, Jill loves an underdog, and that's why Jill's friends with you, because you're an underdog. Ooh. So just sorry, that came back to me. Um, and also Miss Isabel Brooks. They've just done such incredible things on that show so consistently for so long, and I... I'm so glad to be a part of the conversation of Drag Race for the first fucking time. And it's a joy to watch. They're so incredibly talented. And the fact that the show's been on for 15 years, I just feel like there's so much for me to dive into. Yeah. And instead of being overwhelmed, which I think is how I felt before getting into it at all, I now feel like excited to be a part of it that's good and so yeah i'm gonna go back we just put up a video reacting to a couple of the best lip syncs uh and i'm gonna be going back to some seasons and gathering what i can gather and just thank you for everyone who pushed late, pushed so subtly or not so subtly for us mm-hmm. to watch the show because i am very happy that i've started um i also just want to give a shout out to i have been enjoying the season of vanderpump rules more than i had in a long time and i went back to to watch the first season of Vanderpump Rules this past week. I'm not all the way done with it. I'm just like, while I'm doing other things, have it on. And like, guys, if you ever want a show about the, it literally is, it just feels like 2012. I feel like when you live through something, you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where this is going to fit in. Like, I don't know what style is going to feel very of its time. Every, Way that they engage in the world feels so 2012. Oh my god, and it's just crazy to think. It's like the attitude of like, there's so much obsession with like, that's not classy, that's not classy, like, and like more slut shaming than there would ever be today. And like, the mean, I just is like this attitude that is so not. Like well-received these days was literally driving these people. It was like all they had were their insecurities, their cigarettes, and their Adderall. They had no money. They had no prospects. And they were just trying to make it on this show. And it's like, man,
0: that was television. They had an Adderall pill in a dream. They really did. And,
1: you know, it's it's a mess. It's absolutely like you have to go into it knowing there's no one to root for. Which, you know, (laughs) I have had problems with watching movies like that. Uh, But (laughs) this whole cast of like unlikable horror shows (laughs) who just moved to LA and like so blatantly want to be famous. Like Mm. Tom Sandoval being like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be, you know, uh, Michael Jackson fame, but like, yeah, some fame would be good. And it's like, oh, and the thing is in a weird fucking way, he did it. Like he's just opening up a second bar that I'm going to go to for my fucking birthday. Like it's just a wonderful show, especially those first Two seasons, especially, but like I'd say the first six have excellent moments. Then stop watching, <laughs> then turn your television off. Don't watch another frame. Jump back in in 10 if you're really interested. But seven, eight, nine are complete garbage. But I just appreciate that it's better and I, I appreciate that it inspired me
0: to go back. I will say I have been finding myself becoming like not necessarily like nostalgic for 2012 or like mm. 2013 again, but like really like like picking up on what was huge then yes. and really like noticing it and analyzing it. And like, yes. there are some aspects of it where I'm just like, Oh, yeah. like that was so don't like how like stuff would go, like the most random things would go like, like flash mob would go viral <laughs> you hated flash and mobs. like, and and just like the things that people would share and be like, this is the most exciting thing. And it's like, yeah. man, we've really come a long way from like, like r- just like people like lip syncing to nothing yeah. like shirtless. And that's goes viral yes. to, you know, real true artistry. Like Angela Bassett did the thing yes, going and viral. All the
1: things the kids are doing on TikTok. Like I'm as much as we were resistant Y'all are making full fucking movies on TikTok, and like that is really impressive in a way that like what people were doing back in the early aughts was not. (laughs) So I appreciate how far we come, and I do. It's like I don't know if it's nostalgia, but once you get far enough away from that time period, you can at least begin to see it as a whole, the
0: bigger picture of it all, and be like, and it's interesting. Yeah, oh,
1: Oh, we're old. I know. Well, um, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, make sure to go to Apple Podcaster, Spotify, rate us five stars. Give us a good review. It really helps out the podcast. I forget to say it every single week, but I remembered today. Tell
0: your friends to check us out on YouTube or all the podcasts. Spread
1: the word. And if you want to become a patron, it's very fun to join the Discord. It's essentially like a group chat that we are all a part of all of the time. (laughs) And uh, you can also, uh, if you're a patron, put in your Oscar ballots and the person who gets most of the Oscar nominated films like the most of the winners correct will get a shout out on the podcast and maybe additional prizes TBD
0: TBD <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: is there anything else you want to tell the people Matt no Steel? that I love you we love you so much and we'll be back next week with more Two Gay Mats the podcast bye bye